What up, everybody? It's me, your boy, the mayor, five, your mom's favorite fat guy, all the way from deepest Arcus. I am captaining the ship to this week's rest trash. The podcast with the nonsensical names that wrestling is trash, but we love to talk about the sport. We love to talk about the fantasy book. We do whatever the fuck we feel like it. And to join me, not the usual cast, because hey, you try to reach out to some people via TikTok, and they didn't reach out, but it is what it is. They're going to be like, oh, shit, did I miss it? Did I miss it? Well, there's never miss it. And I'm pointing to this side first. If Mr. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Nick Anicelli. There um, you go. Glad, glad, glad to be back. Sorry. I was honestly looking at the phone. Got distracted. Um, but yeah, glad to be back. Excited. We have a good episode. Um, episode 99. So the next one's going to be special. So I'm really excited for that. I hope everyone's doing good. Glad, as always, to be chatting with the boys. And now I'll turn it over to my boy, over here. Yo, Lou from the BX Dominican Receiver Podcaster in the house, ready to talk some wrestling as per, per usual. That's short and sweet. That's right. And <laughs> this week on episode 99, because... The, the world in, has been getting a, a bit suspect by way of WWE. Like, SmackDown have been shit in the bed recently, uh, very often, even though they've been very good shows. Not too much activity out there coming ring of honor card. And the flares last. But before we get to that card, because we to talk about that. We want to talk about all other things. Like um, the thing I wanted to bring on y'all now is there's reports that Kenny Omega is going to be back soon. All about it. You know what's you know what's funny? This ain't no bullshit. I was just watching a match that I had completely forgotten about. Um, on Daily Motion, Daniel O'Brien. Danielson versus Kenny Omega that first match AEW. I was just watching that shit on my TV because yep. I saw I saw um I ran into like, like a bit was showing just the beginning where the crowd started popping when the bell rang. And I was like, fuck, I come forgot about that match. And then I wanted to watch it. Of course it's not on YouTube. You can't find it any had to go to I mean Daily Motion in the legal, but still it's it's the it's the suspect. Short fro was this short fro curly hair, Omega? That yeah. match. Yeah. Yeah, I seen that. That recently. first match. Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's first. Uh, Brian. I hate Brian. Brian, Brian Danielson. DB, BD. He's something. So fucking annoying. But I was watching that match just now, man. And I was just like, damn. You know, I really. And I'm not the biggest Kenny guy. I'm not over here, you know. Kenny Omega's the fucking dope, bro. And I really feel like AEW's really, really, out of all the people that they're missing Kenny Omega, bro. So to hear that he's coming back soon is is very good news. 
do. And the the amount of love that this man is getting right now from the internet wrestling community, he's might have to go face because he's gonna get a huge back. Yeah, I'm I'm in for him to come back because. When AEW first started, I knew with some of the randoms, like randomly before AEW, I did see like some Orange Cassidy shit. But the only Omega I ever saw until AEW, now I've gone back and watched stuff, was him and Jericho in New Japan, being a WWE guy when there was nothing else. Like, oh shit, Jericho's in Japan, I'm going to watch. I was one of them that they got money from, or whatever. Actually, no, I got it from Rob's thing. But whatever, you know what I mean, to watch it. Then you go back and watch the other stuff. So it's like... You know, you're amped for someone like him to come back because I think he, even though he was a heel and had that great title run, like, he was over like Rover. You know, kind of that's one of the sayings who says that, you know. So, I don't know. I'm definitely amped for Kenny to come back. They were saying potentially in a trios thing, probably with the Bucks, I assume, maybe get those titles if they come out then. That's yeah, very soon. I think that's coming very soon. With the way the young bucks are looking, the belts over the tag belts. Um, Kenny's coming back. Eventually, I'm a bull red, red dragon. You got the house of black. You got, I mean, Jungle Boy and Lucifer, Soros and Christian Cage. There's plenty of trios teams out there where they could have a real nice division. And if they were smart, they would do is go call up your boy Shane Taylor and have Taylor promotions over and. Have them ROH fucking trios titles and bring those back. The shit. And I don't know why he's like MIA all of a sudden, but. Well, I think. Yeah, I think. uh, I think they're just waiting. Oh, you go. I think they're just waiting for probably the alleged reports were they were waiting for Kenny to come back. They didn't really have to. They could have used Kenny as a return take the belts off for somebody because they don't need to touch every belt first. Yeah. Now, let me ask you guys. So, me, like, two scenarios I'd like to see with the whole trios thing in the beginning. Say Omega's around for the debut. We'll just say for the scenario for the debut. Would you rather see the Bucks and Omega versus the Undisputed Elite, whatever, Cole, O'Reilly, and uh, Fish? Or... If that's Adam Cole's back time, which hopefully so, I guess he had a really bad cushion. Or would you rather see like the Bucks and Omega versus House of Black? Those are the two I'd personally want to see. But what would you guys rather see out of just those two? What would you rather see? I personally want to see a year build between the Undisputed Elite and and them. Like I want to see a build of that. Because there's a lot of story to tell between... The, um, the Bullet Club, all, all their time touring the Indies together, being they can make a huge story out of it that can last. Oh, yeah, for sure. What about you, Lou? Yeah, because if you, I mean, I know you guys probably don't watch uh, being the thing this week where they've been working on a little thing with Hangman and, and, and the bike. Like last week, Matt Jackson was like sending a text message and you don't know who they're going to send it. And then he didn't send it. And, and then on dynamite, um, hangman's looking at his phone that he, like he got a text and he was looking 
looking at it like he, it was something crazy. And he, when they showed, when they lost the belts, they were walking towards the back, and Hangman was right there looking at them, and he walked away. But he was like right in camera view. So they're kind of like working on a little thing, uh, Hangman and the Bucks. I, I personally don't like that they're doing that shit on being the elite, because like, who the fuck, like, besides the hardcore of the hard, hardcore, so when they do things on the show, it sends to people who don't know about that shit, so I wish they would do a little more of that on the show, cut up my end, just do like some backstage stuff, bro, like, there's gotta be a little bit better time stories. But see, now, uh, the counter to that is to the same counter that I put out there, and the Forbidden Door situation, all the fans were complaining about, oh, Tony could have did a job, better job talents and putting them on camera for us. This is a way to say, hey, there's got to be more about this. Let me elite. And it comes to the point of you, you as the fan, got to want to go put the work. You could do is drop the lower thirds or a little Chiron or something on the to follow along to watch being the lead whatever YouTube channel. Like they could do those little Easter egg things and drop links. Oh, okay, let me, let me go check that out. So then, then people can run, check it out. So some people do need a little bit of spoon feeding, but you shouldn't be. Yeah, no, that's that's one thing for sure I give AEW mad props on is they do what they can, even if not a lot of people see it, to advertise on all of their products. You know what I mean? Like, there could be a little rivalry started and they'll reference start. Elevation, Rampage, Dynamite, being the elite, you know? And there are those definitely hardcore fans that don't miss any of them every week, you know what I mean? And every sport, there's the diehards of everything, you know what I mean? But... Um, no, I think I think it's good they do that. You know, I've always been saying I want to watch it because I've heard good things about being the elite. I think it's like what a thirty-minute show, right? I think I've watched. Yeah, I think for I've the watched most like, part, one- it's like 26, 27 parts. Yeah, I know I've watched like one or two before, um, but that's something I've always said. Like I've wanted to go back because I know I have time at work where I could just plug in a headphone and like have it set up and watch and listen, and I just always. I just always forget to do it at the same time. But that's definitely something I'd like to do. But I will see got a, a lot of people who do a lot of fucking blogs over there. So I get with too much. you got them. You got Thunder Rosa. You got them Dan fucking Sammy Guevara. It's just, you know, I... Too much. It's just one it's too much content, bro. Dude, too that's much. why I... I can't. Yeah, that that's why I my people's on the no spots podcast because <laughs> these cats they literally watch and talk about NXT UK. Watch all of these blogs if there's something that they need to go check out. Back elevation. They actually tune into Impact Television and Herbers on YouTube. So there's people out out there that do that shit, but I am not that invested. If I, I want to actually watch TV and I'm watching wrestle, go turn on NWA to catch 
catch up because YouTube is the only way to get it outside of like, like fight or something like that. But there's just so much shit out there. There's so much shit out hard to consume, man. But we've been consuming this stuff for I don't think we've ever had the discussion of what brought you for professional wrestling. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, I don't know how it, I don't remember got to me. I guess it was just being a boy on the TV. Oh, hey, look at this. Watch this. And the shit was hella entertaining. The whole look at these larger than life characters things to me. I was like, wow. With characters. I liked comic books. I liked the holy shit. Like, this is just almost like a live action version of some of that stuff. Can definitely tell you what locked me in for sure. WrestleMania 4. It was my father bringing us over to rest in peace to uh, uh, his friend, good friend Ray Shirley. He died, I think, or, yeah, like the 90s or the 2000s. But um, brought us over. They ordered WrestleMania 4. So I'm chilling with our homie Little. We call him older than me. But it was the junior in the household. And and it happened to be the WrestleMania that, that was the night, ironically, in Trump Plaza in New Jersey, in Atlantic City. It was the night Macho Man won the tournament to win the heavyweight title. Is what fully, fully locked me in and had me invested. True favorite wrestler was seeing Mr. Before I knew he was Kurt Henning. Because again, you Lou, we're uh, you say Northeast, you're more Northeast, Nick, but we're to where the WWF at the time was kind of the only old enough to have seen AWA occasionally on ESPN. Times you would get NWA on television, and, you know, things like that until and things became a little bit more accessible. So WWF was it. It's the perfect to me. That fisherman suplex, aka the perfect suplex. So perfect. Too, that was just like, yeah, I love this shit. But WrestleMania, the one memory that I could definitely say was the. Launching point good, but what got me to watch before that, I might have been just, just being. I don't remember exactly. Who wants to take it next? On how, how did you fall in wrestling? Uh, so with me, I guess I'll be the the, the middle man because you guys might be a little similar with age and everything. But mine's definitely different. But um, mine wasn't. So I was born in 92. I want to say it was like, I think it was 98. Um, yeah. Staying, uh, yeah, because I was like five and change. I remember I started very, very young. I do remember that. Well, probably one of the first things I remember watching. Too. I was and, an eighth um, grader in 90. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy was born. But uh, 
Mine was just staying with my dad, and we were scrolling through the TV, and he was like, I forgot who was on. It actually, not even sound cliche, it really might have been like The Rock or someone like that probably, because it was like raw. And just scrolling through, and then I used to stay with him on Mondays, and then we watched it one week, and then we just kept going and going, and then eventually Backlash came to Providence. And I went to a show, and then just from there, just continuously continuously fell in love. But the first ones that stood out, though, were easily Rock Taker. You know, the ad, the big ad Stone Cold, the big attitude era. I didn't really diverse into the more what happened in WWF and other things prior to probably until about I was in high school. It was probably like 08, 09 is when I really went back to the older, you know, the older, the stuff before. Um, but I do remember, so I, like I said, I watched it in the heart of the attitude era. So I remember going back and forth and my scrolling through trying to find Raw. I think it was maybe like a couple months in. That's when I discovered WCW, which I think at the time in 98, I think that was like when Goldberg was champion. So I definitely missed go, uh, live WCW's peak. Definitely missed that. Um, uh, yeah, I definitely missed that. But I remember just WCW and then. It makes sense going back and watching the stuff now. Like, I definitely think I would have actually swayed more towards WCW with the stuff they were doing because it was cool. Like, DX and all that was cool. But, like, the NWO and the real was cool, cool. And all that stuff was cool. All the different wrestlers, especially me being a smaller kid, I know I would have loved the Cruiserweights. I know I would have loved that. Absolutely. So, yeah, those are the things that, that stood out to me because even last night, before I pass you, I was watching the uh, the new A&E documentaries they're doing. I watched the Take one. It was good. And I just had the Goldberg one on. And to be honest, it wasn't that good. Maybe it's because I'm just not a huge fan of Goldberg. To be honest. He does mention the whole Bret Hart thing. I can get into that after if you want his part on it. But, yeah, it just seemed like when he was champ, like, it just really did seem like it was boring. Like, at that point, they, they didn't have much. But, yeah, just started young and just never, never got away. Never got away with it. Um yeah, what about you, Lou? Hold on, before you go, Man. I want you to add in something. Because Nick actually added something he was talking about. Which was, within that, what was the first show to? I'll say mine after yours, because I thought of this later. But Nick threw, so when you tell your story, throw in, if you could throw in your first show, if you So for me, well, I'm, I'm obviously the the grandpa in the group. And I was born in I was born. When you said you was born, when? Ninety two. Bro, I was in eighth, fucking eighth grade, going, going into ninth grade in nineteen ninety two. Yo, that's fucking insane. Yeah. I was- <laughs> so <laughs> for me, my memory that's that's the three from when I was young is. Pretty terrible. Um, I had um, it has to do with my ear, and I think when that happened, I lost. I only remember like honestly bits and pieces up until like my middle years, and even some of that shit is lost to time. But I always, I don't know that got me specifically into wrestling, but obviously. Because that was the show, you know. Me and my own boys used to watch fucking WWF superstars and wrestling challenge 
and we used to cut pro about one. Like we would watch wrestling all separately and then run out the house when it was over and be like, oh, oh did you see this? Did you see? Uh, my favorite wrestler when I was younger, when I was real, real little, I talked about Hercules started getting more into like my puberty teenage years. But when I was young, young, my Ricky Steamboat, because I had never seen a dude like Ricky Steamboat before. I know, you know, like an Asian dude who was getting down like that, like he was chopping people and people weren't really doing that type of shit at the time. The big guys were doing big guy shit and the little little shit so to see this dude just out there being kind of like a karate for me i gravitated towards him because you know at that time in new york you know it was all about you know those kung fu flicks it all kind of like all that shit kind of all melded in together i don't know specifically as far as as pay-per-views like um i obviously look it up now but i don't know what came before which but like memories i have it is that ultimate warrior hulk Hogan, ultimate warrior like put his foot on hogan's chest and just put his arms up and he counted the one two three that when i went back to school on monday after that pay-per-view like, like it was chaos in the school because of that shit like there was Hogan people, and then there was also all fucking beefing, like, like li- real beef, like, like real fucking beef. Like people, we just fucking love these two people so much. We had had so much invested in like, like the program. So the best memories I have, and the other one I had was uh, the obvious one, where uh, Sensation ran in the ring after he lost, and, and then Elizabeth runs in, pulls. Sherry by the hair, throw her and Macho Man get back together, and he holds her up and all that shit. Everybody was crying. I was in. Everybody was crying. The whole crowd was fucking crying over that shit. But um, had a gradual. You know, I had a relationship with WWF when I was younger. And I'll touch on something Nick said. I really didn't fall in love with wrestling, WWE, because. Like when I started watching, recently went over there because Hogan, Hogan left, and then people were like, "Yo, he's over here now. He's on." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? What's this?" And I started watching WCW because he moved over. Then I started and fucking the Dungeon of Doom and Tully Blanchard and fucking Ric Flair. You know these even bigger personalities who seem to be like it harder and be a little more like real about shit whereas you had doing the these big characters in wwf where it was, was a little more, more kind of geared toward um wcw was like geared a little bit more towards like that actual mr perfect current 1995 bro yeah 94 95 96 is like that that time where it was just on right before NWO. So I got to see all the country shit first. And then see that shit changing literally on the fly. It was like, that's when I like fell in love with wrestling. Because that's when it's going into online forums and like typing a whole paragraph and waiting like ready to 
reply to that shit. And then, you know, we had the whole community going. It was, it was a crazy time. Um, my first live event, honestly, I went to a, it was late, bro. I went to a, I went to a Raw, and it was both when I had already moved here. Because when I moved here, I actually wrestling, and I was like, quote unquote, an adult. So I was able to like, I was like, oh shit, I could buy. My-. We started buying tickets to Raw, and uh, uh, we went to Raw. We went to SmackDown. I don't think it was in 1999 stuff. Um, I went to see Raw in 99. I think that was my first event. What happened at that show? I have no idea. I don't remember. Bugged out. That's really all I remember about that fucking show. <laughs> yeah, I thinking about the shows, and it actually reminded me of Charlie's Barbershop. Because almost every Saturday, and when you said WWF superstars, morning, roughly around ten or eleven o'clock in the morning in New York City, superstars was on in the 80s and Charlie always had that TV so that, that was something to look forward to to go get a haircut and turn on the TV because he always had prefer- he always had the WWE but then when Nick you mentioned first shows it was around, around that 95-ish era when Ahmed Johnson was there Airlines Arena, that's now the American Dream Mall in Jersey. I think I saw Ahmed Johnson versus Bret Hart on a house show there. That's all I remember from it was seeing Bret Hart, and I think, and this is when they tried to strap the rocket to Ahmed Johnson, almost, but he, he just couldn't get it together. You know what I'm saying? Like. It just first memories of that, and and I remember, like you said, Lou, first wrestling show money and go to was when ECW came to Staten Island. Man, listen, if y'all missed out on the ECW late nineties, y'all missed some shit. <laughs> the craziest atmosphere is one of the dopest moments. And I, it built to this day, if it wasn't until maybe I moved, I had a piece of tape, rest in peace to New Jack. This was from the second show. I had a piece of table, the whole centerpiece of the table from when New Jack went flying through sign guy, broke, they got up, I ran up to the guardrail, slid that bitch from underneath, and I was home on the bus. They were looking at me crazy. Yep, this is from New Jack. Like hey, the one, the one before that, the the year before that, Sam, Sandman came down to the ring, crushed the cans on his head after he drank them. One of them went right my way in between me and the kids sitting next to me. I went like this, grabbed his head, stiff on them down. Excuse me, this is mine. Grabbed the can. And I, I had that can till I moved out when I lived in the Bronx. So I moved to the Bronx in the same 
points that the Sandman crushed it in. Like, I never dented it, never dust off of it, all that shit. But to go that like that from wrestling shows, it just shows that we all love it and different and learned about it and, and, and ingested it in multiple. Like, Nick, you, you, was, you started, no, you was born. I was about to say you started, but who was in fucking junior high school, which is still crazy enough as it is. <laughs> you know I know, because I, like, I kind of know in a way how you guys feel, because I see some of these dudes on TikTok, and it's like, show the photo of who was WWE champion when you were born. And it was like Randy Orton's first title reign. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, hate I was going to say. I hate those Save videos. that question. Because we're going to get into, as this episode is called Wrestle Time, we're going to talk about somebody, and, and we're going to throw some of those stitch this like questions on the pod. But one more thing before we move on from that. It was earlier today. With the WWE put Titus O'Neil in front of these cameras and this is why you don't see race, power, gender, whatever. You just come here to have a good time. Really paraphrase the hell out of it. Go follow several different TikToks out there. I had a huge problem with this. Problem for me was one, it was very to have him come out and express these things on behalf of the WWE, saying they don't run through each, each of us will run through some of these gimmicks that they did do to even get now, but very contradictory that they did that. The, the fact that, yes, he is their global ambassador, but they put this and say this message for us. And had black lies to America that the WWE does not out of their co- like they they don't they they keep that that stuff out of their content, which also rolls it into the PG fourteen stuff. Just describe where of the era where we seen the come up looking into the attitude era. Was born and started watching at the precipice, like the midpoint of the Attitude Era. Or the Attitude Era. Hulk Hogan, when Sergeant Slaughter was an Iraqi sympathizer. Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you. Every time I hear his name, I did. What do you say? I said every time I hear somebody say Hulk Hogan, it should be followed by "We coming for you." Every time I, I yeah, hear that's that, right. <laughs> it should just be followed. By, we coming for you, nigga. They really, they really do go hand in hand. It's as bad as that is, it really does go hand in hand. <laughs> but I mean, let's. Talk, I mean, y'all heard Look, the let, video, listen, Nick. Listen, listen, Titus O'Neil got suspended. Vince McMahon. Arm, he got suspended mm-hmm. for that. 
come out. First of all, they used him as a fucking shield for Hulk Hogan last, last year. That's out there for fucking WrestleMania. And they were trying to get the backlash. That shit didn't work. Because they had Titus O'Neil dressed up trying to cover that shit up. Take the bullet. Now they have Titus like O'Neil, who is ne never does anything in front of a fucking camera now. Have him come out and try to pre and give up. Uh, hey, we're the WWE. We don't deal with politics. You know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that meme that he got that dog in him where they show like the chest x-ray and there's like a yeah. Yeah, and the, it's the dog. Yeah, The doctor said, I got that dog in me. Somebody retweeted the video of, of Titus, that meme, but it was a raccoon inside the rib cage and i swear to god when i i fucking i had to turn my phone off i just turned off my phone because i couldn't like it i couldn't that, do anything please? to it i'll find it. Be that. i'll find it and i'll send it to you i was just like i can't i can't i didn't even put it in the chat because i was like i'm not gonna keep the fucking caption but like i feel bad for him doing his job you know what I'm saying, but as a as a person of color or whatever, I don't even have to be because I'm a person of color, or just because I'm a person. My my thing is like I don't understand because there was two uh, the other day, and like I don't I get that they're independent contractors, so they work for this company, so they have to do. But it's like why the fuck do these black men like simp for this fucking bro like nobody wants to stand up and say anything about all these like I know that they're allegations there's more coming I don't know if y'all know that the fucking Wall Street Journal's working on and HBO Real Sports is working on a fucking hour long special about this shit they're trying to get them to come on the show so and HBO don't give a fuck. They're not gonna from WWE. They don't care. They're gonna put that shit out. So yeah, no make more thing. is coming. I know, you know. Yeah, it's easy for I me guess to sit back. It's easy for me to sit back here and be like, like, oh, they, I'm not in their, their shoes. But it's like, it's always the fucking. They always try. I know to like take bullets for this company. I don't understand that shit. Like I just, it, it, I don't well with me. I don't. I don't like Yo, I'm not a fan. It's like Vince McMahon's boy, Trump, and his look at my African-Americans. I, I've said it before, before and I'll say it again. I don't always look as this blatantly racist company. Do they have racist tendency? Absolutely. But when I think back now, he wanted. When I think back about how Vince, the the first Vince McMahon, he did have a black driver, but he took care of that man and was the, the first Hall of Fame induction inductee. Yeah. You know, I I think about the positions that they've definitely put black people in. So you know, we can call to question. Even though 70s, 80s, well, we're thinking 60s, 70s, there used to be moments of time 
two black wrestlers territory. And that was for their own safety company to make money. They was only allowed, they, you know, some, but WWF, uh, again, Vince man, like they, he had some black wrestlers and stuff that he did take care of. When they talk, you know, they had their personal things about the McMahon family. Then we see Vince and again, we know the history of all his antics and stuff. Well, we said it the other day, keep it up. And to the white rapper John Cena version. You know, uh, the Mexicans, Nick. You, you think about Tito Santos making him come down in a damn sombrero. Now, maybe his culture in some sort of a way, too. But, like, you, you, you think about all you F into E has done over over the years. Like, you, you just said it. It's come down on a fucking lawnmower. Do, do they get, in a way, now hear me out before if it comes off wrong, because I don't think it does. I don't think it does. And I think I'm one of them if I, I ever see. Do you think it comes down to certainly, like, them just kind of having balls? And what I mean by that is, like, two examples, right? So, well, one of them, without, before I go, I'm going to say both, but Sasha and Naomi, they had the balls to say, fuck it, do what they did. You know what I mean? Because they both know they're going to be fine. And we're in a world now where, especially in the rest of the without being in WWE, there's plenty of other companies. And then the other one, someone else in their company, I like him a lot, but Pat McAfee, a dude from day one who's always said, I don't work well with bosses. I do what I want. And he has a massive fan base. He's just signed that massive contract with SiriusXM. Just signed a multi-deal offer with WWE because he just does what he wants and they let him. You know what I mean? Like, And now, granted, he hasn't had to use that there. But in life, he said it with the Indianapolis Colts, with Barstool. Like, I think sometimes, and not, once again, as Lou said, it's easier said than done to say, yo, grow the balls and say you're not doing this, this, or this because you're providing for your family or just simply yourself. But I think in a way, not 100% that's the answer, but it's got to have a little something to do with it. Well, the point as soon as you said it. And I, I kind of in, in some equated it to motherfucker. Sorry for the bug. Bug just dropped <laughs> my damn cigar. I'll pick it up. kind of equated it to how Tarantino finds ways to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, they do try to, used to try to push the envelope. Attitude error was all about pushing the envelope. Fuck being sensitive about shit. Like, we were thousands MTV, 99, 2000 MTV, where it was, it felt like form of television possible. And this was when you still got, by the way, half a day of shows when they did, did show music television. But I digress on that. Nowadays, I think, think because of the pressure of a see what AEW does, and I, I didn't really want to compare, but the comparison is that you is kind of more to what 
they used to be. They're going to run with this TV 14 rating in a way to just maybe say it's an episode, maybe let that slide because they're on cable television or they might say poop <laughs> instead of cocky or something. I don't know. McAfee, I would definitely say is a part of the help in ushering in this. I would definitely say he had to have put in his contract. You got to let me have so he wouldn't have been there because you hired that man for the person. And as I always call the WWE, which is the biggest 360 deal in the world, in the record industries now, you can't, there's no more artists development, even though there's development type situation. There's no more artist development in the music world. You Halloween. And then you might have a say so. Built a hell of a cachet after leaving the NFL. Who he was in the NFL. Until he left the NFL. But built such that, yeah, he, he kind of came in with the look at all you can benefit from this you gotta give me this the balls to take a chance on him but in the experiment being being pushy and edgy because they pushed towards the children and they we still ate it up as adults they were pushing to the children. Were they don't realize that there's little situation for their parents out? They didn't get it from wrestling. They got it from someone. Not to blame for it. And and then the way the world they had to kind of, kind of play sense stuff like that. Obviously, we are getting a lot more conscious about the uh, feelings in a emotions of others that are not of our own cultures. I, I respect that you got to be sensitive towards that. That's why I lot of that shit down as far as storyline is concerned. But they can't run from their history. This ain't Reggie Bush and the, the Heisman Trophy being shot to have witnessed it. Reggie Bush was a Heisman Trophy winner. You can't just because you pulled it from happen. You know what I'm saying? Just because WWE tried to stray away from doesn't mean the steroid scandal that Vince McMahon went through didn't happen. Doesn't mean the uh, keep it up my nigga moment didn't happen. It's still a part of you. And will they come back? Balls? They lost their balls almost 20 years ago with the Pete. I honestly wouldn't say that it's showing. I just think, think it's more like grandstanding. More like the Sasha and Naomi thing. They're not really going after Naomi that bad, but they're trying to like erase Sasha. They took Sasha's icon, her little AVI off of Peacock, to from like videos. There's a video of um, when I think when Sasha's there, they literally zoomed in and cut Sasha out of the video and editing on like the video it's like and then it's like 
they do that shit because they're so big and so like they just too big to fail and that's how they feel so there was that report yeah. whether it's true or not events after he came out the first week on raw you know monday night raw and walked off he went into the back and was like it's just like he don't care bro he's been doing this shit for so long he's gonna he's just like like he's stuck in that old school mentality of like i don't give a fuck none of this yeah nothing's gonna happen so it's just i feel it's just more grandstanding other than they were really trying to get ahead of shit like you know he wouldn't be on fucking tv like common sense to be like you know what yeah or or if he was gonna be on tv he would actually felt from fucking like real and be like i'm gonna step away deal with this shit on your show like i don't know if that's the place for that but i just honestly to me it's just that's what that is yeah, the only thing, the only thing I guess we wrapped up in the Sasha thing real quick on that is, do you think it's sometimes a network thing? Because so I have Peacock and I have the Fox Now app. That's how I watch SmackDown every week. So on the Peacock, a hundred percent, I looked, everyone looked, but on the Fox Now, every week when you go to click Watch Live, the past like few months it's been Brock, Charlotte, and Sasha, and every week when I get ready to watch it. I still am waiting to take that photo and, the, and send it to the group chat. Like, yo, they took Sasha down, which is weird because Sasha was a Fox thing and they're keeping her there. But technically, yeah, yeah WWE in whole is Peacock, but NBC is USA, which is Raw, which is not Sasha. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't know. Because that Fox thing, I did tune into Fox this week. Saw Sasha and Roman on there. Um, that like I, I, I it was just like I was trying to like get it to start because that fucking yeah app sucks. So I'm trying to log in, but I think I did see Sasha, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. But I thought on the or it might have just been Roman. I don't even know, bro. Yeah. But yeah, I don't hold Titus O'Neil thing again. At the end of the day, I, I just feel. I feel bad that and fucking do that shit. I mean, whether he did it on his own accord or he was just like, like it's, it's, we'll never know because we're not there. But it just doesn't look good. It just don't look good, and that's I, yeah. That's my opinion. No, and I, like I said, man, I totally agree, and, and it. As you mentioned, like I did, the fact that they did a bite the bullet for them to, to preach that bullshit of this company and what they've done with wrestlers making storylines off of real life political situations, as politics, you know what I'm saying? Having a like the Undertaker and, and his burning crosses and and I don't do religion, but you did the cult like things by way of fact do religious stuff. You know, you, you, Bro, you don't do race. Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon cut a promo on God in the, in the 
infamous and the infamous Joey Styles voice. He mocks God. He mocks. He fucking cut a promo on God, bro. Like, don't come out here and tell me you don't do real spotlight pointing at <laughs> nothing. You're cutting a promo on it. Like, get the fuck. He acts like like people have no memory of this shit. And you know what's funny too about that? Like, like I, I've been noticing something lately. Like my my cousin, you know, he's like my brother. So he had the other day. Sting has, and they asked him what his um, Mount Rushmore is of wrestlers. Um, Oh no! They asked him what his uh, was it wrestlers? Yeah, he said. I guess he said. I guess it was wrestlers, and he said that it, his his Mount Rushmore was Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, and The Rock. That's his Mount Rushmore of wrestling. So my my, my cousin saw that shit. He said, "My guys," and he said, "This is his Mount Rushmore," and I agree. What do you think? And my result, that depends. All right, is it Mount Rushmore, uh, Mount Rushmore of sports entertainers? Because those are two different things to me. And he got mad. Oh, you're getting, you're getting. Uh, what did he say? Um, he's a going. Uh, not picky. He didn't say picky. He said, um, he said I was being uh, like too, too specific or. Too or too choosy about it, and, and I'm like, but no, no. If you ask me who's, my, if you're asking me who my Mount Rushmore of professional wrestlers are, Ric Flair, Hogan, Rock, and Stone Cold. If you don't have Kurt Henning on there, you can't talk to me. If you don't have Bret Hart on there, you can't. If you're talking about wrestlers, this is, and that's what that's what I want. To, I told that story because in relation to what we're talking about, it's like these fans who, like now, and I know Nick and Rob, you guys go to the pay-per-views and shit, and I'm sure the pay-per-views are hype. Like these people that are going to Raw, do you know last, not this Friday, there was 13 minutes of wrestling on that SmackDown show. Minutes of wrestling in the entire show. The whole show. Yeah. Roman Reigns comes out. They start the show. They do the pyro. They go, oh, Roman. They recap some shit. And then Roman Reigns starts walking out. Takes them fucking eight minutes to walk walk to the ring. Literally now. It's like eight fucking minutes. He walks to the ring. They go to commercial. To commercials. He comes back. He stands there, he says, acknowledge me. He, he says, Heyman says some things, and then they leave. And that's like the first 25 minutes of your show. Like, there was literally 13 minutes, bro. Mm-hmm. Somebody counted it. Yeah, counted that's it. why. And it, yeah, oh, so, so yeah, I, I want to cut this short. I want to cut this short because I know I'm kind of going everywhere. I'm like, oh, why is that? The, the, the reason why I, I bring that up is because. They're almost like brain dead. They're so accustomed to at this point that they just they don't know anything else. This is their product, and they're gonna be knows that, and Vince knows that. that 
that's why he just can pull shit like that and be like, whatever, they're going to cheer for me because these are my people. Because the crowd... I got my point across, but it, it's it's a yeah, whole no, thing. You got your point. I, I clearly, these are arguments that I've made before, too. Where And it's, it, you know this is no shot, but you are of the age group that, that W was the thing, was, was it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you, as you mentioned, to dive then to the early, early days, well, not the early days, but to the era by way of the WCW and, and WWF Monday night. A lot of the generation of people that are online talking nowadays well, W was already a WWE product and them. So they didn't have anything else to go by but W they went through the trend. They were already born of the transition stopped calling them professional wrestlers and called them sports entertainers. Or no, he called them superstars and say that they work in the world I think he did the sports entertainment thing because of other legal reasons and athletic commissions, you know, ways to circumvent the athletic commissions and stuff like that. You said 13 minutes of wrestling on an entire SmackDown. And the people who are the super duper WWE loyal to their professional wrestling fans, but only stick with WWE wrestling in 13 minutes of a two-hour show. <laughs> it's entertainment part. That's why when you said to, you said to your cousin, it, it made sense to me. Wrestling, or are you talking of the business and the entertainment part of everything? You're down like that, it makes sense. Do I combine the two in my personal list? It absolutely became number one. But then my number two, actually, no. That Hayabusa was my number one all time. That's Japan, and sometimes that's a little bit too for some of the American fans. You know what I'm saying? And so you didn't go off. I totally got you because I've made many of those complaints before. That's why questions sometimes are: Are you a professional wrestling fan? Are you a sports? To me, it's a valid question. I don't know. Well, how you feel about that, Nick? Because if you can sit there on a week-in, week-out basis, we know that there's more rest than 13 minutes in some weeks. <clears throat> but if you can subject this on a monthly basis where there might be only 20 minutes of wrestling on a two-hour show, are you really in it for the wrestling or are you in it for the sport? Yeah, and that's that's the thing because I'd like to think I'm one of them that falls right in the middle because I like both and both don't bother me. And I think that's you, the fan, knowing what you're going to – I've said before, what you're going to tune in and see. I know when – because the main ones I watch are Dynamite and SmackDown. I know when I watch Dynamite, I'm going to see a lot of wrestling so quick that Excalibur has to run his mouth for like 0.7th of a second to get everything off. And then I know sometimes on SmackDown, yeah, I'm going to get those longer matches, but I know I'm going to see more of the character side and more of the entertainment side. And that's where I think a lot of people's problem lies because 
the big thing with WWE, yeah, they have 13 minutes. That's not going to – well, obviously, it's not like that every week, as we said. But they're not going to change the way they are, like Lou said, because their viewership does not drop tremendously. It goes up. It goes down. It fluctuates. They're making billions of dollars. They're signing these people who are drawing even more money to them, like what Nick Khan has gone bringing in the Logan Pauls, even the Pat McAfee's, even you know all these other people bringing in. So they're not gonna. I think the days because I think we can go back and argue that even up to like the mid late two thousands, they were definitely doing a lot more wrestling. WWE put on a lot of good wrestling matches back then. Even some of John Cena's earlier stuff, Randy Orton stuff, like it was good. Now they're just in the spot where they are just so public and making so much money. They're like, oh, we're we we're an entertainment thing, but we wrestle on the side. Yeah. And I I I'm in agreement with you also. The thing was just the questioning, are you are you a wrestling fan or are you a sports entertainment fan? Because I think we are all both. Mm-hmm. We, I think we are all both to a point. I like my pro wrestling. But as I get older, as I mentioned, I need story. I, I do. It's the same thing with me and rap albums. Music as much because not everybody's telling a story in their album. Yeah, you got to give me cohesive that 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 locks me in. That want that you want me to go on. That, you know what I'm saying? To make the music feel a little bit more meaningful. I love my. I love my rabbity rap. That's the pro wrestling. But I do when it comes to the music. Lou, you're shaking your head. like. Yeah, because I, because I had a moment with my cousin. And I know, I know then you've seen this movie. Nick, I don't know if you've seen this movie. Documentary that Ice-T did called The Art of Rap. If, if you haven't seen it, highly recommend watching it. In that documentary where uh, uh, he's talk, talking to Salt from Salt and Pepper that her husband told her one day she was she was playing a track for him and it and he was like oh yeah it sounds good and she have she wanted to know like what he thought of her rapping he was like and she was like what the fuck you listen to hip-hop and you don't listen to the words like what the fuck moment like that that with my cousin because he's like i'm telling him about uh a w but i stopped because i he's hard-headed like me he's like if you don't want to fuck with it, he, he, he's just not going to fucking do it. I respect he's that. Like, oh, I don't know anybody. He's like, oh, I don't know anybody. Anybody in WWE either, but you started fucking watching it, right? But that's not the point. He, he doesn't like, like the re- He doesn't care about the wrestling. It's when he watches wrestling. And I'm like, I, I couldn't even understand what he meant by that. What do you mean you don't like the wrestling? <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't care about the. He was like, I don't care about this, but yet his one, his all time favorites is Bret Hart, and I'm like, how the fuck are you gonna tell me you don't actual wrestling, but your favorite is Bret Hart? Like that shit don't even make sense. End it. But that's that's the. That's the, why they're gonna the be around forever. <laughs> that's some divide because there's people who just for some reason like the characters and of it i don't know but they they don't give a shit about the actual wrestling yeah and that's why 
they, that's yeah, the fans that, that they want. Yep, and that's why you'll never see me at a Raw or SmackDown because live events, if you've ever been, they're just fun in general, and clearly that's all wrestling. They cut the occasional promo, but that's only if that person talks a lot. You know, I'd go to a Dynamite for sure. I'll obviously go to WWE pay-per-views because on pay-per-view, yeah, those, premium those live are, events, yeah, I should say. Yeah, yeah, they wrestle. Yeah, you know what I mean? Do you know I mean house shows? But like, I went to that one SmackDown like the end of last year, only because it was close to me. It was very, very well military again, free. So I just show my ID. So it's not like I have to pay to go. And they were advertising like Brock and Roman, uh, the Usos and the Prophets for like I think only the second time wow. they were what, doing. What a- Big E was champion. He was going to be there. So, like, they had a good card. They built SmackDown up good because that's when Rampage, they were doing, when AEW, Rampage and SmackDown went head to head. I was like, wow, this is only an hour away and it's free. I'm going to go. But SmackDown's coming here in September on a Friday. Zero intentions of going. And I won't, if I go, I'll know Thursday night, maybe Friday morning. And that's only if it's built up good. And by then, it probably won't be. Because that Clash of the Castle pay-per-view, September 5th, which I think they're going to do a decent job promoting. Because I don't know if you guys saw, they actually like sold like no shit, 65,000 like, mm-hmm. tickets so far. Which you would expect from a UK show pay-per-view they haven't done in forever. But right after that, you know how it is, just like what Mania, when after that, they don't do shit. So I'm expecting not to go, because after that pay-per-view, they won't Yeah, they're <laughs> running that Clash of the Castle, like an actual pay-per-view. Like, I think they, at first it was just going to be a... Saudi show, but I think they're actually gonna like put together well, like a real good the, show for that. If you look at the calendar, that's actually a dope weekend for wrestling fans because that's on Saturday, and then I'm pretty sure all outs the next day, which I like because I can't remember. I don't think WWE and AEW have ever had a pay per view like back to back. They've never gone head to head. Yeah, you know I mean, so year, that's what I know. Saturday pay per view no. earlier this year with an AEW Sunday. No, they it did been- uh, Elimination Chamber Saudi, and then the following week was um, what's a revolution, but not like the, like twenty than twenty four uh, hours, which I'm excited yeah, yeah. to see, which we'll obviously talk about on here. But that's gonna be that's gonna be cool because you know WWE is gonna go big. Well, hopefully go big because it's a UK show, and then all out as we argue, but still undecided. That's like AEW's mania. You know what I mean? So it's going to hey, be a dope game in wrestling for sure. I don't know if y'all want to transition right into this, but you were saying that WWE is not happy with the summer here. And I mean, it's not like incredible, like a terrible card to me either. You got Logan Paul versus The Miz, Pat McAfee versus Seth Rollins. That's going to be a fucking banger of a match. Bobby Lashley versus Theory, which wrestling again i don't know uh usos and street profits with jeff jarrett as the fucking reason uh, um live more nashville that's the only thing i can think of this fucking thing i've ever heard uh, uh live Morgan versus ronda rousey bianca bear bianca Bear, and then roman reigns versus brock lesnar last man standing now i'm not that they're unhappy with the card but I mean, they really don't need to have Bobby's. All that says to me is that Bobby's going to lose his fucking belt because they're not going to beat Theory again. They're just not not, not with the, the push that this guy's Yeah, so, I, like, I, I want Bobby to retain. Yeah, that, but 
but that bothers me. This is but, the pay-per-view I think that Roman and Roman and Brock have to set the standard because I think we learned with Mania. This past Mania was a good Mania, except their match sucked. We can be honest, it was not that great, right? So, and I think we all we all know save the best for last, right? That's gonna leave overall the taste in your mouth of the pay-per-view, right? Because I remember this year with the Rumble, we were all pissed with the beginning with Roman and Seth, even though they kind of sold in the end, still not good with the DQ. Then it low-key picked up a little bit, and then it's like, all right, well, Brock won. No one really gives a shit, right? So I really think Brock and Roman have this whole pay-per-view because you know Matt Riddle and Seth will deliver. I think Corbin and McAfee will. That's me probably an optimistic That's McAfee probably going to be good. Um, That's probably going to be good. Yeah. Logan Paul and Miz. Miz historically is good with celebrities, so I have optimism with that one. I really do, even though Logan Paul's a douche. But I do have – I don't know. I, I will see. What were you going to say, Dan? Yeah, that's definitely positive, Nick, yep. because you, you got to get into this card at all until the pay-per-view came. But y'all quick on this before. Uh, we'll leave the uh, um, we'll leave the flare week because that's a little bit more closer to when the event happens. Uh, um, you mentioned Theory actually losing. Let's remember Theory is the Money in the Bank winner. Actually will most likely win that again. And then it's going to be all fin during the night. Last man standing match. Two going to beat the crap out of each other for the eighth or ninth time. Theory pulls some bullshit off, which it ain't bullshit. To me, as I called, the only justifiable way of making sure that he gets the title as quick is to strap the rock on this kid the only believable way they can do it is doubt whoever the winner is and he runs out and lays on him real quick and then gets yeah, the but, selfie on the big the big summer jam screen yeah and that's because that. here's where negative nick because oh, here's shit. where negative nick incomes right negative, negative nick. nick right this should be a segment i've accepted right i'll admit I call out my own positives when they become negatives. Roman was killing it forever. Just awful timing of him to do this new contract and leave. Just with getting both straps. Worst timing. Everyone can agree that, right? I've accepted Cody can beat him and Drew can beat him. If Drew's going to beat him, it has to be in the UK. It's the only way I'll be like, all right, I understand. I'm not too mad. Cool. Roll with it. But... And I get it, you want to push theory. But if fucking Roman really loses the titles, and this can transition to our TikTok conversation, because that infamous optimism guy, I don't know, white dude, he's a Pats fan. Dan, you might have seen him on there. Always wears Pats hats. Oh, and resign him. He had a theory today, and I actually legitimately got angry inside. And I couldn't tell you the last time I legitimately got angry inside with wrestling. Two beat the shit out of each other. They go through, like, the electronic screen bullshit and Derry comes in i'm cashing in triple threat and just stands there and wins the title for 10 count they just both get counted out 10 he Derry just stands and wins i would be so livid so well livid. i, I honestly i if that my happens God. mark my words if that happens mark my words well, I'm not watching till Class of the Castle, which is over 30 days. And that's me. You know what's WWE. fucked up? You know what's fucked up? I, I had, like, I never would have come up with that, 
that finish. And that actually sounds, now that you say that, I'm almost 95% sure that's what they're going to do. Them two fools are going to be standing outside. They're both going to have killed each other. Fuck into the ring and cash that shit in and just stand in the ring and win the belt. Bro. I'll be livid. Livid. Because you know that, the match is going to have shenanigans. Bro, if they do that, I'm not watching WWE related for like six months. I won't do one negative, Nick. You truly showed your white side by using the word number one. Number two, and that just recalled my uh, that recalled my customer. Literally, only white women use livid. <laughs> livid. I'll be livid. No. Here's why that ain't gonna work. I know who you're talking about the uh, infamous opinion. I think it, I stopped following because he didn't follow. But um, it won't work because one, it's a match, so that technically means there's no DQs. So how? And I don't ever a championship title changing hands because of a ten count DQ. You know, uh, ring count because it's standing match. So they, bro. First of all, WWE makes their own rules. So it's yeah, so true. <laughs> if, he, if if him and Lesnar kill each other on the outside, and they both put like Brock F's fives him through the announce table, they're both just laid out. And Theory runs his little bitch ass in, cashes his briefs, stands in the ring for a ten count. He would be the winner. Bells, I cannot. Find Fucking believe that I, I they're gonna but again gonna do that, bro. Just company that doesn't use logic anymore. If it's a last man stand anywhere around the arena ring type of match, which a last man standing usually is, say if they throw the stipulation, it must must finish. And that's the only way that that theory theory can work. He said the same finish that I just said a minute ago before he brought it up, Nick. Knocked out in the fucking ring. Theory runs down and throws the briefcase, lays on top of Reason enough to stop watching them. But it's the only way to pawn the belt off the Theory at this moment in time. Will they decide to do both of them to Theory? Or will it and will they give him a choice? We don't know none of that yet. And you know what pisses me off about this too? And, and we're already we're talking like if it already happened, but that's what they're gonna do now. You know what pisses me off about <laughs> this too is that Theory's not he's annoying with his his character is fucking annoying as shit. But which is his job? Talented. Look, he, he looks like a million yeah. bucks. He can wrestle. He can do things. He that he's athletic, he could get over on his own. He doesn't need to win the, the youngest champion and all that bullshit that they love to do and have that moment of shock. That have to do that shit, but they're gonna fucking do it anyway. It drives me crazy. And they're and they're living. They're living proof of that is Roman. They shove the Roman down your throat when no one nothing to do with them. 
Roman left, said, I'm not coming back pretty much unless I'm healing with Heyman. You know, let me finally be me. They let him be him. And what happens? One of the most over people, you know, arguably in the past two years, easily well, probably top he, five he over, left, maybe not. Best. He left. He looped. He didn't leave just because he didn't deal with Yeah, yeah, yeah no, but he I'm saying when he said he was coming back, that's what he wanted. Yeah, but anyway, we're starting to sound like the right where if you don't set your algorithms correctly, you're just going to get WWE. But I do want to say, when it comes to the wrestle time, actually a pretty damn good community to be a part of. You're using the hashtag content creators out there that got decent followings that show to be good people. Like, quick, shout outs to uh, Rec by Wrestling, Wheels, Wheels Wrestling, Annex. Um, my man Lord Demetrius, who made me um, like a witch. I bought WWE 2K, but he's not a certified. I think create character wasn't up there. I I was a little upset about that. But the rest happens to be, for the most part, for what I see on a daily basis, positive. I think the major consensus, though, on there is everybody. I don't say it because I ain't got nothing against him. I wasn't a fan of him as a wrestler. I don't know him enough to be on the fuck right back train. But, but that's about as negative on a wrestle talk thing on a, on the wrestle talk side of tiktok but there's a lot, a lot of interesting like people do a lot, a lot of interesting content people just think question asking so what i wanted to do tonight to wrap the show up is wrestle talk like question and nick i'm gonna start with you because you, you i stopped in one of them before give it to us What did I ask? I guess you, I say you paused you on a question that you said you seen on TikTok to ask. So I wanted you to ask the question. But if you forgot it, you'll probably jog your memory. Yeah, I already forgot it. I'll be brutally honest. Yeah, you felt WWE talk and you was go. But, but I'll start with this one. I answered the the other day uh, via a stitch and I can't give proper credit to who asked the question but they asked who's this dude Hambone shout out to Hambone already we just started following each other because of Shawn Michaels I, I had to let him know yo we're instant rivals because y'all know how I feel. <laughs> he, he asked no somebody else who asked the question actually but create a faction Using four people, one has to be, and they all have to be from different companies. So here's what I did, because I know Wrestle Talk would be mad at me because I might not want to pick somebody. My first pick was Bobby Lashley. My second pick, Florosa out of AEW. My third pick, I took Possum right now. And that's Kota Ibushi. And then my last pick, he might be one of my top five favorites going right now. I'm taking Jacob Fatu. The only thing I didn't do was 
create a fact about that. So whoever wants to try their hand at this, y'all go. So mine, I'm just winging this right instantly off the top of my head. So four people, one being the women. So impact, my muscle is going to be Moose. From New Japan, I want Will Ospreay because he can be like my flyer. I'm going to take an AEW. I'll take Jade. I'm going to take Jade. I want a little more muscle. And then I'm going to have the annoying mouthpiece of my group be Seth Rollins. And it's funny because Seth Rollins and Will Ospreay have beef before on Twitter, but whatever. Yeah, that's just instant off the top of my head. No thought into it. Nice. That's pretty good. Right. So, stable with four people. So, I am going with, let's see. I'm going to start with from, obviously, SmackDown. I'm going to say Walter. I like it. Which they've been doing very good with him. Six pack now, it's crazy. Um, so I'm gonna take Walter. I'm gonna take take. I'm gonna take Walter. I'm going to take Josh Woods from Impact, and I take. I need a woman in there. And I think with Taya Valkyrie from, well, she's all over the place, but right now she's in AAA. So, yeah. She is recently on Lance NWA too. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. all over. She's, she's, she's doing a big style. Did she just win a title in NWA or am I wrong? Won the AAA. Reina de las, de las oh, okay. something. I knew she just won. I just knew she won something. Yeah. See, now with that question, because I know I originally wanted to pick Nyla Rose, but I knew I felt idiot was going to comment and say, You picked four men. It's totally ignorant. I coming. <laughs> Ignorance, but yeah, I could see someone <laughs> saying that. But I, I wanted, I really wanted to pick Nyla Rose because I, I had a team. Of, why not put the native beast on my team? Why not? But the next one, no, this one did not come from. I'm not even gonna shout out names because I don't remember who they came. From. They asked, they asked the tag team. You're building a Mount Rushmore of tag teams. Who would it be? I picked. So Mount, Mount Rushmore is four, right? Four. Now, I I felt it was easy for me, but a, a bunch of people mentioned some really good names that team I probably would have swapped out, but I picked Road Warriors, Dudley's, and then for me, I took R and Tully. A lot of people moved because, of, I mean, their legacy is undeniable. The men Midnight teams were synonymous with each other, and, and you can't go wrong, wrong picking either way. Me, 
because the greatest tag team running right now, FTR, remind Arn and Tully were like they 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 just fit together. So that was my personal Mount Rushmore. I, I know for tag team wise, Lou for me, a couple of different ones, with the yeah. exception of my first three. But what you got, Lou? Uh, pretty much, you know, it's 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 not going to stray too much. Legion of Doom on there, Road Warriors. I personally would like to have Demolition. Um, you got to have the Dudley Boys up there. Um, actually, Demolition, that's Rushmore, bro. This is like the the top of the top of the top. So, so Road Warriors. Whew. I guess I would have to go with maybe Art Foundation. And to top it off, tag teams. Damn. There's so many teams I want to put on. There's one I'm missing. <laughs> I'm going to be ripped mad at myself if I don't put them on there. It's, it felt simple, but it's not. not. <laughs> no, no. It is. This, is, this, is, this one's a little more That's challenging. Not, this is. It's not easy at all. Um, oh, Harlem Heat, bro. Come on. Harlem Heat. There. Those fucking guys are phenomenal. I really yeah, wish so the mine... Ray had a longer fucking career. Yeah, mine is uh, Dudley's. Controversial one here, but age is going to show. Hardy's. Then Rock and Roll Express. And uh, Harlem Heat. Instantly. See, Rock and Roll Express did so I, much I, for the business. I, I saw your video, Dan. I saw your video. And I could see why people not putting them on it, though. I can't. That's just me, age. Yeah, no, like I, I said, I started yeah, watching I, in 98. I, yep, absolutely. Harlem, yeah, I mean, and, and for me, personally, I had to have some black rappers. That's one of them things you see in a lot of these types of videos on TikTok. A lot of people don't be on their list sometimes. And it, it's a uh, it's, it's, it, but um, I, I I gotta give props to my man Hyper Red, who I I definitely, I mean his videos, he put up, he said his, his favorite is this video today actually, he said he believes these are the the, the greatest African in his book. Take two, wipe wipe the rest from history. Bobo Brazil, Booker T, um, fucking uh, what's his name? Um, The Rock, uh, uh, Mark Henry, and Simmons. He put those six up. So wait, that's what five or six? So once again, because I stumbled on Ron Simmons for some reason, Bobo Brazil. Rock, Ron Simmons, Mark Henry, and Jay. We'll let you go on this one first, Nick. Who is the last one? Sorry, you came in broken. I said, all right, one more time. Bobo Brazil, Booker T, Jay Lethal, The Rock, mm. Ron Simmons. And that actually was the order he put the picture. 
pushes in from here to here. And I got to take two away? You got No, you got to get wiped from history. You said how many? Two or one? Or four? Oh, two. two? All right. So for me, this is easy. This is age for sure. Jay Lethal and Bobo for sure. Because I love Ron Simmons. I love Booker T. I love The Rock. And I love Mark Henry. But I could easily see getting rid of like Mark Henry for someone like a, like a Bobo Brazil for sure. I could see that. But that's just me. That's just me for sure. Like I'll be honest. That's just me. And for me, Lou, because I'm not sure if you saw the text, I, I didn't, I didn't uh, stitches. I just commented. I said Bobo and Ron Simmons. They set the table for everybody else to be there. No, I'm surprised. You love Ron Simmons, too. That's the last person I honestly thought you'd pick. But I could see why you say that. That's positive. Like, it makes sense. No, I'm, I'm a huge Ron Simmons fan. I that is. Yeah. But I'm a... You, I'm a huge Ron Simmons fan, but I, I took the t- again, Bobo Brazil for what he did for professional wrestling as a black champion who was a, a guy who was put very high on the pedestal in the fucked up south in the north, you know, facing all fucking all, all these guys, white women in his day, and getting away with. Johnson and the other great, you know what I'm saying? Back then, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he was somebody who we can kind of look at in some respect, in a way. Not 100%, but you can kind of give him that kind of props. Credited as the first black world champion. Because the WCW title back then was recognized by the end, was seen as the real world title back then in the in the eighties. So that was my reason for the two picks. Is only because they wait for everybody else to come. So I have you to got Lou. What is this? From that list. Keep yeah, race them from history. And the rest them from history. <laughs> Why are we erasing some black people? Ah. I don't know. <laughs> See, I damn. Yeah, you said damn. I get it. Well, I said damn, <laughs> so you know I think I can't get oh, yeah. rid of Ron Simmons because then Ron Simmons is staying. Yeah, Jay Lethal staying, and Jay Lethal staying. That motherfucker is got thirty-eight championships and nineteen different promotions. I'm going nowhere in my book. Um, unfortunately, be no shit about Bobo Brazil. Um, yeah, that was also part of mine. I don't know that dude. Don't know if I want to erase him though, because he's contributed to the the game, game itself. But I'll be honest with you, as much as this man's like career and his accomplishments, I would have to take. Mark Henry out because he is a legend in powerlifting and and all those, those other things. You erase him from the history books. You, what are you missing? The hand, May Young's hand, mm. and that he had, had like <laughs> the hall of you know, the hall of pain. The hall of pain. I will. I will really miss 
this, but to be honest with you, that's not really like, you know, yeah. it's and we, we, not going to pass the test. Well, I'll save that question, but yeah, I feel you on that because, because it, you know, one of the greatest turns ever was performed by him mm -hmm. with that dance. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. My Are you talking about what? when he had the lion ass jacket on with John Cena? The pink yeah. jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His lion ass jacket. That's what he called. Oh, his lion ass. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but you pick Simmons. That's W with WCW champion at the time. And then if y'all got a question that y'all made up or something, shoot it after this. Another Mount Rushmore question. Of WCW, who would be your Mount Rushmore of WCW? Now I didn't do a oh, stitch I got of this. That's easy because I didn't do a stitch of this video because my answer mirrored. Uh, shout out to Wreck by Wrestling. It mirrored his just about. Flair. It's Vader. It's Sting. I believe. Once again, for black purpose, Booker T. And I can justify Booker T because WCW. He's a last champion. Last champion, last champion yeah. Mm -hmm. His career was made in WCW. All the way back in, the, I think he was Cole. And Stevie Ray was Kane. He, he was a WCW. You got through and through. Now there's other people you sting was a life most of us knew flair of our age because of WCW. We didn't get to see much of his NWA AWAs. You know, we didn't get to see the, the touring champion Ric Flair. This with WCW and Japan. But I knew him because of WCW. and again, Sting. The consummate WCW, he did not go to WWFE at all, putting bags at him. He was a loyalist through and through to the pro until the doors closed. Stink kind of hard to go yeah. against. Yeah, right. honestly, mine, mine's literally the same, but instead of Vader. Instead of Vader, I'd probably throw in. I'm, I'm actually trying to think of something different. Someone who really my f round throw Eric Bischoff in there. <laughs> no, um, if I really, yeah, I'd definitely, I'd probably take Vader out and then uh, try. Could, it's hard. Maybe to Eddie, honestly. For, <laughs> maybe Eddie because of the cruiserweight. Throw a cruiserweight in there. Yeah, I can see Eddie or or Ray, but to me, yeah. Waiting, if there was a fifth man waiting, Lou, it's on. Which which makes leaving him out like holy shit. <laughs> Good, let, let me go first before you throw in a 
fifth before I even did my four. Ah. Uh, Rick Flair, I'm sorry, bro. Go ahead. Sting, Arn Anderson, and I'm struggling with the fourth one. I'm really so. I have Ric Flair. I have Sting. I have Arn Anderson. I immediately want to say Hogan is a WWF guy who came over. So I really couldn't put him on the. You know, he did a lot. That's why I didn't put like him, Nat, any of them. Yeah, yeah, like those dudes, Macho Man. I'm you know what? You of, know what's fucked? A lot of people probably have Goldberg on theirs. Yeah, I wouldn't put him on my. I wouldn't put him on. I my, wouldn't either, but you know, a lot of people probably do. Yeah, I could see that. I'm trying, trying to think. Of love. I mean, obviously, I want to put Kurt Henning on there just because I'm a fucking Kurt Henning mark. Damn. These are hard. Sting. Who I do want to put on there, but we can't mention his name anymore because he's like, doesn't. Uh, Chris Benoit. But I. I, I, I Ladies I, and gentlemen, thank you. Have a good night. Have a. I was gonna. I was gonna <laughs> say the name for him. I knew, <laughs> but, but I just I and so instead of him, I'll just uh, I'll put in Tully Blanchard. How about that? We'll put Tully in there. I like it. Tully four Horsemen. They had That's I basically I basically almost did the Four Horsemen. But we really didn't have much of WCW career, to be honest with you. He he didn't. Most of it. Most of it. This stuff was from South, to be honest with you. And and Tully wasn't around like that because I don't want to. I, I'm accepting your pick. It's, it's your pick. And when you think about Aaron, Aaron wasn't tagging. He was doing a lot of singles matches and he didn't yeah. tag again until the. Paul yeah, he Heyman. Fucked, he fucked, he fucked up Steve. his back. He fucked back up early, man. He fucked his back up real early. Yeah. But I just, for some reason, me when I when I think about WCW, those are the names that pop up in my head like that. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Question kind of like that. And it doesn't have to be Mount Rushmore-ish. Doesn't have to be you know, the question. Question this time. I want one from each of y'all, and then we'll wrap it up. Whoever wants to take it. I want a question. We'll take one more. Like one, one more. Those type of, and, and then from one from each of y'all, and then we'll wrap, wrap it up. Like I said, it doesn't have to be a. I go one. I kind of go one. This instantly just came. Yeah, just one quick one from me. I got Mount Rushmore of match stipulations. Random, no thought behind this. Never saw it anywhere. Brain just said match stipulations. Sticking with the Mount Rushmore thing. Fuck it. So I guess your four favorite type of matches. Mount Rushmore. Blue. Whoever first. Um, I actually really like, like triple threat matches. Threat matches, but I, I like triple threat matches when they're not like all over the fucking place. It's like I like when they actually follow the a triple threat. Um, 
enjoy the Royal Rumble a lot. Like even though the past few years yeah. it hasn't been, there's something about that five, four, three, two. Mm-hmm. Like you just don't know who's coming out. You're always expecting a surprise like that. I I I love Royal Rumbles. I stipulation matches. Man, why are these so hard for me? Uh, I guess I'll throw in. I always like a false count. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dog! Uh, false count and false count <laughs> match. And, uh, and for the last one, you know what I liked, which was kind of a stupid match, and it could have gone haywire and blood matches that they used to do back in the day. Those, that's like, I, I always, always wondered, like, if somebody hit their head and, and they fucking end, because, you know, people end up bleeding all the, all the time for no reason. So, like, would they have had somebody would have just accidentally got busted over or something? And I, I always fucking, I always enjoyed those first blood matches. Okay. What you got, Dan? Sit down. Y'all know me. My love for what he did with FMW. Our ring match, but those were very, very limited in how many. So I gotta stick with thanks for the ass crack, Luke. I gotta <laughs> stick with um the traditional Bob Wire match, the ECW Sabu Terry Funk match. There's a traditional no rope Bob Wire ring match, is one of them. I'm still a fan of steel cage matches, and there's actually a question I'm after Lou does his, or before Lou does his, and then we'll wrap. Yeah, the steel cage match is still a traditional for me of the end of a feud, which then brings. I like like the War Games match, and, mm-hmm. and I appreciate how Triple H is NXT did the war game matches in like, and even the women's matches have been hella entertaining when it comes to the weekend about where, where traditionally started the WCW time, always a, a, a bloody mess. Um, not the, um, doom shit. Definitely not that one. <laughs> Definitely. Not the time Lou mentioned when Hogan first came over to WCW around 93, 94, Dungeon of Doom, and they had that four level cage. Oh, geez, yeah, <laughs> it was just dumb because you had people like Kamala, Shep, rest in peace, just sitting there, just going, just giving chops to the forehead. Uh, you hadn't do shit in the ring or in a cage, just bear hugging each other. That that was a stupid match. The good old tables match will be my fourth one. Well, I said cage, tables, and, and and yeah, the Royal Rumble slash Battle Royals. Royals with, oh, that was the question you wanted to ask, Nick, which you was bringing up the 
was one of those things. Who was the royal? Who was the winner of the Royal Rumble for birth? Oh, the year you were born, nineteen ninety two. It's easy. Rick Flair, baby. We all remember that that one. But for Lou and I, wasn't a thing. (laughs) 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 But uh, yeah, mine. The stitch of that video, and I just had my phone looking at the wall. (laughs) It's like I ain't got shit. Nineteen seventy nine. It wasn't even created yet. I know, Dan. Yeah. So mine, I just have a fascination with counting because my first two of the Royal Rumble, because when done right, they're great. I think the best one I've recent was definitely when Drew won. I thought they did phenomenal with that one. Um, but 2020, uh, what, Royal Rumble matches. Honestly, maybe this is why I'm very amped in a way. For some, I love last man standing matches. Maybe something with the counting again. And there's been some pretty brutal ones back in the day that I was a pretty big fan of. Um, I'm a sucker for a good TLC match. I love the extreme. I love the fact you've got to climb the ladder. You know, you have to get something with it. And then, honestly, even though I haven't watched many, because I'll admit, I've watched all the recent NXT ones. I've only gone back. Dan, I, I really do it, love the War Games match. The War Games match really is dope. And you were right. Triple H, when he did it, like, when I watched the old ones from WCW, I didn't watch the build to it. I just watched the match, so I imagine they were good, the build. But Triple H always did good building them up. Like, it was all of a It's like he knew, all right, it's June. Let's start planning war games because that's in November. Who's going to be in it? But where Terror Rising came from, he was a WWE guy. I mean, WCW. Mm-hmm. Yep. Terror Rising. <laughs> I love his story on it. Yeah, my name was Terror Rising. I said I needed a first and a last name. So I put a line either with the, the guy who trained him. He talks about him all the time. Forget his name. He's from the Massachusetts. He's like, uh, he put a line down and he said, your first name, Terror, last name, Rising. Terror Rising. <laughs> <It's> like, Jesus. <laughs> I, damn, I wish. Gate, no. I almost said Gabe Sapolsky. Jesus. That train, that, that train, that, oh, that's going to, I have to look that up. Sorry. All right, yeah. What's yours, Lou? Matches? No, no just quite- whatever. Sorry, the Triple H is Killer Kowalski. That's who trained him, who gave him the name Terror Rising. <laughs> that's- Wait, you need my what? I'm confused. You make you make a question. Like, see how I I just made that up on the spot. Oh, like, what's just one for you? But you, you know what I want to do before you go, Lou? While you're thinking, we I want to do. We're gonna discuss some of the worst stipulation matches because when you mentioned stipulate worst, the first thing that came to my mind was as we've been on the WCW train on a pole match, Well, she wasn't on a pole, but she was on the uh, she was on the. the four- it was one of the worst fucking stipulation matches ever. That's pretty bad. Oh, man. It is your... Okay. You got this. Damn. <laughs> Damn. 
I can't think of one. I got another. If I, you want me to tag in? Yeah, I'm not good on the fly. I'm trying to think. All right, oh, I got one. This, I got an easy no, one. Yeah, you got something. Wrestling themes. Mount Rushmore wrestling theme, like songs? Oh, boy. Entrances. Wrestlers um, theme songs. That one Fuck, is a dude, motherfucker. This, that one, I have so we many. Might have. <laughs> yeah, do a whole show. We def- I definitely want to do an episode on. on that, but instant off the top of the head. And I'm thinking because I work out to a lot of wrestling music, as I've told you guys, but instantly Edge is on there. Edge is on there, Metalingus. Uh, the game. The game's up there for me. That's one of them songs. I hate to sound like a corny-ass wrestling fan, but if I'm lifting, that song comes on, and you hear the whole boom, like the part where he's just chilling on the ropes before he does the spit. I, I wish he was still, like, I love that fucking song, man. Yeah, he, I noticed his later years, he only used it when he was wrestling. Everything else was the King of Kings. But, uh, nah. so definitely those two. And this is where it gets hard, man, because you could throw either, in my opinion, either CM Punk's themes in there. You could throw Jericho's in there. You Some people throw, uh, you could throw Batista's in there. I Walk Alone's pretty yeah, dope. Um, <laughs> damn. If anyone has their four off the top of their head, they can jump in. But definitely Triple H and Edge for me. Mine? I'm a sucker for the word song. This is, this is going to be of Kirk because if I had to really dig, like, I, I'm, you know, for me, they definitely pomp and circumstance goes up there. Macho Man, that's a song and all that, too. But, uh... <laughs> Macho Man's, um, of course, uh, Flair's. Um, but I could fuck around and say, like, Sandman coming out to Enter Sandman for a while. And that's one of my favorite yeah, songs see, of all time, Enter I'm, Sandman. Because I can break that shit down in generations because I can just, just go ECW, go Pantera Walk, Enter Sandman, and then for, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. But I want to keep this in, like, current generation. Generation of wrestling, because yeah. This is off the top of my head. Oh, excuse me. Oh, theme song. Stone Cold when he came out. Stone Cold he had this one for like well over a year when he came out to the Disturbed version. The Disturbed version, yeah. That's that's that's, that's yes. shit. Yes, that's pro- that's definitely my that's third. Called, that song's called that song's called Step Up. Yeah, that one's dope, especially because he had that during the Invasion era, which I was a kid, so I liked the Invasion era. Now I go back and I'm like, oh, God, this could have been so much better. But, <laughs> yeah, so that's my third. And then my fourth? Dude, Even I even mess around, and I love Triple H as my time theme. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go. It is a lot. Honestly, and I know we're going to have a serious talk about it one day, so this off top, I'm going with Batista. Because that, that song, it just amps me up. All right. That's just me, top of my head. Yeah. I had to break it down in, if I had to break this shit down in generations, like I, I so for current generation, AJ Styles' theme song. Y'all know, mm-hmm. I told y'all about Seth Rollins' vision 
Imaginary joint. I fucking love that record. I play it at least once every, every two weeks now. Samoa Joe. Not the new shit, but the WWE one. Samoa just hard as hell. Oh, that shit is so and then, hard. And then... You know what? Bobby Lashley's almighty joint right now that that his old lights come on and that beat drops. That's just one of my high for AEW's Adam Cole's theme song. Like that missing mm-hmm. because the AEW one to me is way better than the WWE. The way to me way better. Oh, Adam Cole, yeah. Nah. And Oh, y'all bugging. Fuck you. Yo, Joe, Joe's on. theme bop. Yo, you're right, though. Joe's theme just bopped in WWE, though. You know what? Joe's theme Joe. You know what? You know what? I'm sorry. So I'm still I'm a new, new fan. I love, love the visionary joint. I have to I have to replace you with Shin. I have not seen and perform live better than Shinsuke's when he oh Shinsuke yeah yo he he had the fucking the, the forgot the woman that guitar player the woman the or the guitar Shinsuke Nakamura's theme fuck see they're so mad because then when Pat McAfee starts dancing it's a lot man it's it's there's there's way too many. I don't even think you could do a four, four list because the Mount Rushmore. Then I, I go back into childhood and I start thinking about Ultimate Warriors theme. And bam, when we do bam, this, yeah. When we like, do when this, that, we should do. When we do this, we should do I, top ten of all time, not just top ten all time. But we need like a two week heads up before we do this. We gotta do. We gotta do those lists. Yeah, or 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 we gotta do it in generations. Generations. Because yeah, get a four, a four or five. I, I'm with that. Like eighties, we'll go eighties, nineties to now. All time. That's up to y'all. If you for me, uh, uh, Mount Rushmore, Mr. Um, Eddie Guerrero's WCW thing. Fuck that Latino. Eddie Guerrero's. WCW theme. It's just called Eddie Guerrero's theme. That, that shit is bop. That shit is super hard. Um, I gotta give that Samoa Joe. That shit is that shit. Joe, w- Joe, Those Joe. CFOs <laughs> did one, one thing right. It was that theme. Because that theme is fucking Yo, but his AEW, his AEW theme kind of goes too, though. It's it's it compared it does. to his that old one. That old, compared to that old one, you can't like he should really. Yeah. I know he really try to buy that theme and try to somehow get that his hands on that shit because it's a perfect theme I, for him. I have to I have to play this. It's me with his new theme at uh double or nothing. <laughs> The whole, the whole place goes nuts when he comes out screaming Joe. Oh yeah. And if, if yeah. we I don't know, I just, I just I laugh cuz I think it's so funny. 
a whole because Joe in a way is like an awkward, just like white dude's name. Like, hey, Joe, you know, <laughs> but there's this big ass Samoan dude yeah. coming out. And we're just like, Joe, Joe, Joe. <laughs> For um, um, I'm, my last one, I'm going to throw in. It's I don't know exactly which one it is because of it, but the rocks. There's a one of the rocks themes. Um, the Hollywood one. It might be that one. When she it goes, says, when it goes, is cooking. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that shit is super yeah. hard, bro. That shit yep. is super hard, bro. I like that shit a lot. Honorable, honorable mention, Nick, if you said you got shit on the rotation for the gym, I highly recommend theme. Put that shit on your gym playlist. When that shit comes on, J. Cargo thumbs on, and I hear that, that fucking thunder and lightning and shit, and I hear a storm. Missing. That fucking beast starts kicking in. That yeah, bro, I, I lift extra hard, bro. Before we go, I'm gonna See? tell you guys what wrestling songs are on my gym playlist. So I got AJ Styles, I got KOs, I got Triple H, I got Kane when he came out the slow chemical, the one with the words. Yeah. Yep, I got this fire burns. I got Brock's actually. I had Karrion Cross when he was in NXT. Roman Reigns is current, and then I got Rob Van Dam, one uh, one of a kind. See, that's you the thing. Gotta, Rob, Rob Van Dam, I, I never liked that theme, bro. Love Pantera. What? Like that? Exactly. Guy, one of a kind. I never got behind that theme. I wish he would have had something different, bro. I know a lot, a lot of people like that song, but, bro, for me, if he ain't coming out to walk, it just, it's just Yeah, weird. definitely. No, definitely, it, yeah. Don't hit, but you know what? You know what? Forget. We got it. We we're gonna we gotta do it by decades. He's well, I, not even the eighties. We're not gonna count the eighties because nobody really came down really until WWF. But if you want to do eighties, to the eighties and only the eighties, which was the, the theme? No, because you know he created them, just about all of them. Most of them. 90s, yeah, 2000s, 10s, to, and so the 10s to now is kind of the same because everybody's yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. 90s, 2000s, 2010s to now will be because the one that just, it, it really slipped my mind because the album was actually dope. And that's John Cena's theme song because of. Oh, yeah, I love Cena's. MOP. And you hear a little, little fame in the beginning. Listen, I, 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 I wanted to I'll try to hate, but let me tell you something. That Royal Rumble in Madison Square Garden, the number third, when it was number 30, and Triple H, which was everybody was all fucked up, and Triple H. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yep. And John Cena had fucking torn. His pectoral shoulder fucking hole. His, they made no mentions of John Cena even in, in the stratosphere anytime soon. There was no chance no that he was any chance of him coming back. And fucking when that two, one, they took like two seconds, a two second pause before they played. And when they hit 
that fucking boom, boom, boom. Bro, look, one of the biggest fucking pops ever. Like, when that, I, every time I think of his theme, I think of him and hate on that pick because that shit, shit that mo- moment right there for me solidifies that theme because that, that's an incredible fucking, that feeling that when I saw, and I saw that live, I was watching that shit live. Freak, I remember freaking the fuck out. Yeah. When it was that was such a fucking great. Yeah. So when you hear that, that beginning, but I even I even fuck around and me and Rob we joked about it. But we when we did the APA shirts, we were both like, "Yo, like we kind of fuck around and like the APA theme song too," because when you heard the song, yeah. you knew business was coming. You knew business was coming. You know, there were so yeah, many. But- yeah, like I used to like Tess's theme song a lot when Tess was around. Even Ray, both of Ray Mysterio's WWE ones, I like. There are so many. I'm, I'm yeah, but, Randy but, Orton's but, themes. How would I forget about his? Yeah, I, I, I like most of them. But, but yeah, I mean, like I said, man, we'll sit here and we'll once we get into the music fucking night when it comes to these theme songs because even to, even still, this when Hulk Hogan broke out that Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll be here all but night. That, trying but to that's the thing. Holy shit! But that's the thing too. I, I mean, we should probably. That's the thing too with those shows. If we do that, I kind of want to stay away from like license, even though they can be iconic. Some of, them, but I, I prefer to do like the actual songs that were like. Yeah, we'll make ground rules. Hit a little. Them shits feel, hit a little harder for me. I feel I feel you on that, but was Hogan, Hollywood Hogan, Pantera yeah. Walk, Rob Van Dam. Because a perfect, because a perfect, no matter how a perfect much exam- no matter how much over Napster, was the Sandman. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, are synonymous with people, just like CM Punk and cultural personality, synonymous with people. Yeah. These people that that fucking just feet, like that, I am that they gave real. and man when, when it was that ECW WWE ECW that shit was fucking terrible some random guitar nonsense yeah this is the last one I'll mention before I start the wrap up think of synonymous and forget till now. Mentioned natural born killers and new jack. (laughs) So, Mm. you know, yeah, y'all know the preview for when we do this shit. We'll be down, we'll we'll, we'll do it on episode 101 instead of 100. But we'll 100 because we got to make 100 fun. We might do a watch along next week, we don't know on that later. But what we will decide on right now is this show is over. People know where to follow wrestling is trash, please. Yep, let us know. So follow me first off, Nick Ansel. You know the name. Follow us on Twitter at wrestling B Trash, because that name is too long for is. Follow us on Instagram at wrestling is trash. And just keep on joining us. We love everything. What you got, Lou? Oh, Lou from the BX Yes, Instigator Supreme. Thank you. For joining us for wrestling is trash. Please follow all the links on our social media so you can get your wrestling is trash soon. Episode 100 is next. 100. That's it. 
and just a note on production note on the episode we need to make a link tree for wrestling is track in them we, we got to work on that but you can follow the star five podcast if you feel like joining facebook right now and joining the star five podcast group go right ahead and do facebook thing right now it's fuck twitter all day for me but please come follow us on instagram that is the starting five number five underscore podcast all one word on TikTok. Like Nick said, like Lou said, make sure you're everywhere. And peace. We out.